Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to a fresh episode of Missing Curfew, Up Dog Fella. Big fella, nice to be in the studio with you this week. Studio's yeah. looking clean, the boys, like yeah. Maxie Binger, looking uh, looking nationally. Get her tightened up here for you guys. National Jersey Day today. I know, Sammy. She's got she's got the uh, Dickerson I wish tarp I knew on. That. I got so many tarps at home. I bet you got your own tarp behind you right there. I got my yeah, missing curfew up dog tarp, which <laughs> you know available online. Anyone wants to grab them? Uh, no, I have a fucking million jerseys here. Love of yourself or of other guys? Everyone. Or? I was collecting them as I went by. Obviously, our boy Frosty, my trainer. Frosty, um, we're gonna for get years. Into, we're gonna get into Frosty. I, at one point, I was like Frost. You know, we got these, you know, we got a great CCM hookup. It was Tony and Monty's brother at the time. I'm like, I need to order a bunch of jerseys. I want, I want, you know, Taves, Datsug, Zetterbergs, Hasek. Fucking, I, I went through the list. And then, the so I ordered a bunch. And uh, then I kept them there. And when the guys would come through, I'd have them sign them and do the up dog. Oh, and, and they are wearing storage or where, where are they? I got them in my, uh, no, I keep them in my attic at the new shack there. Oh, wow. But they're all rolled up like tight. I get that from Frosty too. He used to, you can lay jerseys down, but if you hold them and roll them into like a little scroll, they look, they, they can fucking lay a bunch in. So in they come out looking, uh, they're not all sh- like. They come out perfect. Oh, wow. They're not a crease, not nothing. So what's your long-term plan with those jerseys? I'm just I curious. have no fucking uh, idea. I have no idea. I always had a plan to obviously, you know, have a nice basement slash like men's room. I think you will someday. And with that, I always thought, you know, build a cool closet, right? I don't want to hang these jerseys. You know what hanging jerseys on the walls like. It takes up a lot of space, kind of looks amateur hour. looks like you're, you know, you're, yeah. going, you're going into your super fan buddy's house. Yes. He's just got his favorite fucking players hanging on the walls. Not my thing. Mm-hmm. But I thought, like, maybe a cool closet that was lit up with lights, had really nice hangers, maybe gold hangers. So you, you have just, thought about this. And you, <laughs> you just, you know. Are you, they, can, you need it to be like electric, so you hit the button. And you, thumb. Thumbprint. Thumbprint. Hit wow. the thumb, opens up. Iron Man style. What's Eyeballs. the guy's name in Iron Man when he's not Iron Man? Fuck. 
it's, it's uh, Robert Downey Jr. John what, Stark. John Stark. I've always said you got a little John Stark. Is it John Stark? Yeah. First name Stark? Yeah. 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 Robert Downey Jr. Tony I always Stark. said that. Tony Stark. Tony Stark. Tony Stark. Tony Stark. Tony Stark. Maxie, got a baby. I was like Jim. Well, Jimbo. Jim Stark. I always said you had a little Tony Stark in you because you've always been like ahead of the curve with technology and shit and... I don't know. Fucking, you could have played. You could have played Iron Man. I think. Yeah, I think you could have played Iron Man. I, I would have this weekend. <laughs> Felt like Iron Man. I'll tell you what, I didn't feel like Iron Man Friday when I woke up. <laughs> Fuck, what a day Thursday was. But uh, Binger, I can't believe you're wearing that Anthony Davis tarp in here. That takes a lot of balls. Yeah, he could be the softest guy in the NBA. Softest guy got 28 and 15 in the first win yesterday. So who'd they beat? The Nuggets. Ooh, they're good. Lakers finally got a win. They finally got a win. They were 0 and 5. Steve Nash just got fired. I don't like it's his fault. I know. Right? Oh, let's blame Steve Nash. Fucking Fine. guys. Are, I mean, the whole. Anyways, we don't have to. Let's, good guy, though. Let's not get it. Ah, I he's got a Steve great Nash guy. jersey, by the way. Do you? Yeah. Phoenix Suns. Well, when I was playing there, Phoenix Suns. It's fucking large, though. It can't fit him. So you got all these sticks. You got all these jerseys. I, yeah. Fuck. What do I do with them all? I mean, I, I got it. Al told me I got to get the net out of here today. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you have. I told you. I'm surprised he let me Binger, keep these sticks. Maxie, I told him. Well, how long was the net in the studio for? We finally, I was like, tell him to get the net out of the fucking it was studio in there for a couple months. Yeah, yeah. guys, let's be honest. <laughs> no, no. In the hazy edition, we had the net. The net looked good. The net's fucking. It's a nice piece of. Uh, we're in a hockey you're, podcast here. You're going, nice. to the, you're going to Broadway on the boys. You're right. It did look no, good, but for it's the, a nice thing to have here. And you want to rip a couple top cheese on Binger, then you can. I still want to try to hit a baseball off. Binger. Actually, tomorrow. Wednesday, Joe DeMarco's ball field. What I time? talked to him last night. I got to work. Sometime late afternoon. Oh, late afternoon works. No, we, gotta, we got the whole field to ourselves. He said he can even bring us a pitcher, but I said Binger's going to pitch. Fucking right. I want to take Binger yard. Yeah, yeah. Binger. Wooden bat, too. I'll fucking line wooden one bat? right back at him. Wow. Huh? Wooden bat? You, wooden you better bat? wear a fucking big glove because the thing's coming back at you. Double the speed it came at me. I wouldn't mind an aluminum bat if we could swing aluminum, but I'll swing what if I have I got... New I need balance. I I'll let you go through with cleats. the tennis racket if you want. You're still not touching the ball. I got the Matt Harvey glove, Dark Knight, <laughs> ready to rock. Don't get fucking tough guy in the booth with me, all right, bud? <laughs> <laughs> um, up dog, NFL week eight. I lost my fantasy. How'd you make out? Oh, I don't even want to give the guy credit. I, I played our fucking boy, oh, Flowers. Fuck. fuck. Listen, I made a blockbuster trade. He has trade. Cam McCaffrey. Guy went off for 38 Christian points. McCaffrey, yeah. He threw a touchdown. Cam McCaffrey. <laughs> I played fucking junior with Cam McCaffrey. <laughs> I made a blockbuster trade. I, I ran it by Binger and um, Maxie this morning. Our boy C-Note. I traded uh, Josh. I traded Kyler Murray, Amari Cooper, Nick Chubb, Mike Thomas, and another receiver for Josh Allen, D-Boy Samuel, who's hurt. Which is shady on C notes behalf. You got fucked. Um, Hunt, Michael Williams, and Gallup. Yeah. I think if I get Debo back quickly, but Mike Williams is out for four weeks. There's a lot of guys in there. I I hardly know who those I guys just are. saw buddy, I just saw Josh Allen and my eyes glue up. Totally. I'm like, I'll fucking make this. We had I bet you we made forty, no, twenty counter offers before we got it done. But before it, you it was, got, before you got the injured guy that probably before won't I got come the, back. before I got the injured guy that's part of the year. You needed Max or Binger as assistant GM. No, I told I, you these I, guys do the research. Well I know I read I read up on, on, on Debo Samuel. It said he had a fucking hamstring. He's questionable. Everybody's questionable every week in the fucking NFL. Oh, right? Are. I look at my team, he's questionable. I'm like, what does that mean? Cody's oh he has the, limited practice time. What does that mean? Is that is he gonna fucking play or not? And then sure enough I wake up Sunday morning with the O beside his name. I'm like in one. Now I'm juggling my lineup. I lost. Fuck you, C note. I played a guy I didn't I actually played a guy I didn't even know I had. And he didn't he got zero <laughs> points. 
Who was that? Bateman. See, yeah. no idea. Nobody knows Can't who. believe I had him on the, my team. The Ravens. Yes. Yeah. Wow. They played Thursday night for some reason. He's in my lineup. Don't know how I got him, and he went for a fucking for an egg. Anyway. I think he's hurt. I'm pretty sure he's out a couple weeks. Is he? He's Everyone out like two or three hurt. weeks. I, I saw yesterday. That's the thing about fantasy that I I don't like is if you guys start getting banged up, you're in one. Where, where's my notification? Guy's not in the lineup. Put a different guy in. Huh? Yeah. And you right. gotta be careful around the West Coast because those 10 a.m. games. Another thing that'll fuck you in fantasy is when you got a game teams play on Thursday night. One of your team, like, Christ. Then you got to know if you got a guy. It's just the six a.m. London games are brutal. six a.m. London games. I don't even want to get into Russell Wilson. Is this guy? He He's won high knees, bud. But he's he's see what he knees. said. He said that's stupid. What does he say, Maxie? Let's let let's ride or something. Let's ride, Bronco country. Let's yeah. ride. I'm like, dude, <laughs> you, you beat the Jacksonville Jaguars in London. Calm down here. It's not like it's. Time will tell, as Max said about my, my fantasy draft. If I can get Samuel back up, I still think I got a chance. But uh, Halloween weekend ups. Um, you know, first of all, first time I didn't dress up all year. I, I don't know. I just didn't didn't really want to get Fuck, You had your costume, too. I My other costume didn't show up in time. I had another uh, costume that if, if it would have came, I would have dressed up. It's fucking Amazon. Um, but you had a nice little Halloween. You had a nice little weekend. Well, a long weekend, bud. Full up dog weekend. Um, your little girl looked beautiful as Ariel. Izzy was great. We did, you know, the, the Friday night, it was adult party time. Um, so we, we got dressed up at the house and then Izzy had her, her mummy pajamas on and little man had his little Halloween pajamas on. So we took the family photo and then I went up to LA and got in one. I mean, beyond. Yeah. Came home 5am, didn't go to bed, went right to the fucking match play. Took on tip. That's impressive. Took on tip. Lost in 17. Can't believe you Lost to the champ. Time. He's got seven of those, by the way. Seven club cha- seven club champion match plays he's got. So would you. That was you his eight. So if you, did, if you didn't miss fairies or greens, you'd have five, I seven, know, but, and I walked. Nuts. You didn't carry your bag. Carry my bag. It was crazy, yeah. Anyway, it was fun. Wow. Um, that sounds like torture. But yeah, no, that that night was was great. Um, lots of fun. Lots of great costumes. LA's crazy. That is fucking crazy. It's tough um, when Halloween falls on a Monday, right? People are like, yeah, fucking kind of partied out. There was people on my, on Instagram like dressed up on Wednesday night, then um, Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh. Yeah. So last night though, but last night for the real Halloween, we did the block party. Um, shout out to our boy Burke and Elaine who live two blocks down from me, and their street gets shut off, and it's it's kids, it's uh, DJ on the on the front lawn, all the cones block off the street. Um, it's they chaos. got the photo booth. They got ordered all the pizzas. Everyone parks like their strollers and just has, you know, puts the kids down and lets them run around and they just stay and drink. So I witnessed that in my neighborhood, which was, which was awesome. Um, last night we were full little mermaid. I was King Triton. Izzy was, uh, I was King Triton. Had the tight pants you on. Looked like, yeah. I had the fucking sword and the like white Santa beard. Claus with that beard. And then, uh, Izzy was Ariel, of course, little princess with the red hair. Uh, Christina was Sebastian under the sea. Yeah. No, I and then, uh, little flounder was Beckham. So there it was you go. good. Yeah. Full, full family. Which yeah. party was more fun Friday or Sunday? The Friday, <laughs> the Friday. I tell you, I bet some I of the bet. talent up there, but did you boys dress up or what? Uh, I was a, uh, taco maker to be politically correct. Wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Taco, taco maker, taco maker, Del Taco, or uh, <laughs> what kind? What kind of? We had, a, we had a little, uh, little taco outfit for our cat. So yeah, 
Bigger, what were you? I, Did I, you end up eating tacos after? And you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, there's some taco consumption this week. <laughs> what uh, you? I was in New York for a wedding, so I was just in uh, tux on Halloween for Halloween. I didn't dress up at all. You I should go up. every year as Spicoli. You're like a real life Spicoli. <laughs> I think that's just how I live my life. Yeah, that should just be your go-to every year. You should Spicoli. use that mustache for something just to walk Yeah, for mustache rides. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I got to mustache rides. I got to give a shout out on our pod to... Uh, the best all-time costume I've seen with the natural beard, um, which I was at Big Canyon. We did actually oh, three parties this weekend. I know your life. Benny fucking, McAllister your life me was fucking <laughs> Elvis, and I mean, we're gonna post it on the on our website. Yeah, it was saw, insanity. I saw the choppers on him on Sunday. Natural it choppers, was impressive. So he's dude, a, my number one prize. Um, it goes to him. He's such a beauty. And yeah, if we were gonna talk about the second prize it would have to go to uh pamela anderson megan fox megan fox who was an absolute rocket at the casamigos party yeah <laughs> she still got it huh no kidding she's, she's been around it. for like a while now. she still got it halloween's a lot of pressure right i mean i think it's a lot of pressure i hate dressing up by the way for a guy who doesn't like halloween you fuck it really went after i got a lot of <laughs> i got a lot of pressure yeah, i, told I didn't him, pick I told one of the last costume. week he's like fuck it i'm not doing anything i didn't pick one costume he give goes, christina credit she got it all i was go, not he goes it. i'm not doing anything oh, i was fucking i'm not going to la i'm not doing anything i'm gonna take izzy trick-or-treat my that's it i go okay yeah okay yeah He'll go to the party. Five Halloween parties later, <laughs> six costumes. He's like, I'm like, you didn't sleep all weekend. I'm like, yeah, you were really fucking boycotting Halloween there. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you had a good time, buddy. You got a great family. Ah, fuck yeah. Um, on some really sad news here, uh, our boy Chris Shup, Shuppy uh, lost his battle with ALS. He fucking fought hard. Yeah, he did, buddy. Man, he fought hard. Um, I don't even really know what to say about this one. Obviously, we went last year right around this time for the ALS game we played in New Jersey. Um, Mal's put it together. Uh, his beautiful wife, Sophie. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, th I think you said it best. I and I, I think just to give um, a little, you know, add on to that is is he loved he loved missing curfew. He yeah. Loved, he loved listening to us. Like yeah. in Mal's, the message Mal sent us was, you know, he sent us, you and I, a really nice text uh, the next morning. It was like, guys, just, you know just a note here like shuppy we he and i would listen to your guys's pod every time you fucking brought up like you know coming out east and yeah. and seeing him or drinking bud lights or sorry bud heavies bud heavies um you know guy lived a incredible incredible fascinating fast running life you know here in here in la it was a hell of a hockey player it was a hell of a friend hell of a guy and um he meant a lot to a lot of people and you know like you said, he battled fucking hard. Oh, he battled hard. And that ALS is is fucking brutal, man. Man, it's terrible. Brutal. Disease. It's a terrible disease. Um, you know, Mal's unbelievable job with Mal's. What he, you know, the support he gave, you know, shut you through the thing. And you know, obviously, I, I think he passed away Thursday of last week. And you know, on a group text, we have the pictures start coming. What a fucking good looking guy, Shuppy yeah, was. Right? Hey? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like. He had a bunch yeah, of. He's like, a stud. I always said this about guys like Tom Brady or whatever. Like, if you can have different hairstyles, right? If you can go long and then short or this and that, like, that makes you a wheel. Shop dog had lots of different looks. Yeah. No wonder he's a Calvin Klein model. <laughs> Fuck, underwear model. Hey, okay? I'll just have a big cock too for that. <laughs> he I'll had never, it all. I'll never forget when he just came down for the white party and he didn't have anything white to wear and he wore one of Loops' girlfriend <laughs> at the time her little white blouse. I'm like, fuck, shop. It looks good on you. <laughs> And then the one time we were playing 
Probably volleyball, volleyball, <laughs> <laughs> volleyball out there on the, on the court, and he came out with steaks. Remember, he came out yeah. with steaks, and he had drinks with us. So, um, legend. Yeah, I, you know, his wife sent out an email to us, and unfortunately, the wedding—I mean, sorry, the wedding—the funeral is this Sunday in Jersey. So, I don't know if I mean we're gonna. It doesn't look like we're gonna make it to that. But his final request is he wants his ashes spread around Lake Tahoe in in the summer of twenty three. They're gonna do it. So. Um, I'll definitely be there for that. Yeah, for sure. That's just typical shopping fashion. What a beauty. He's like spreading my ashes around Lake Tahoe. Somewhere sick. Yeah. 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 Up in the mountains, in the lake, get everyone there. Um, so I look forward to that. Yeah. And it's... our condolences to all his friends and family and yeah. thinking about you. Shop dog. We love you, buddy. We will be right back. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew. Up Dog, our first segment brought to you by our good friends, your boys, Life Force. Oh, pro- promo code is curfew. By the curfew. way, just to touch on it, I did am my I Life Force call this morning. Am I signed up yet? I thought I think I signed up the other you're day. You're signed, you. you're signed up. I got you signed up. Um, I had my follow-up after my second blood draw. Um, I got some good news. I got some good news. Elevated fucking levels. My hormone levels are getting up there. Maybe that's why I got so much energy for the weekend that I had. They said, hey, you're still horny. <laughs> yeah, they, they mentioned that. Hey, listen, you're 39 uh, and you're just as horny as you were when you're 25. Yeah, no, but I was like, you know, my energy's good. I'm sleeping well. I kind of went through this whole thing with them. And, and uh, you know, the doctor was like, because he, he did my, my first, um, he did my first kind of consultation. So I hadn't talked to him in six months or so, but um, he's like, yeah, you look like you're, you know, you're feeling good. How you doing? I'm like, I got to say, it never felt better. Um, you know what? What else do we got? What, what else can <laughs> I get? So, so uh, we're gonna try to elevate the uh, the hormone levels a bit. We've got a couple uh, secret sauces for that. Wow! But uh, I just I love the product and then the consultation. The guys, the guy I have is super cool. The doctor and so I I promote this company not just because they're friends of the of the pod, but no, you've just because you've I personally feel well. incredible. I'm 38, 39 now. Fuck, we just had you're our thirty nine, buddy. Thirty nine. I still feel like fucking when I watch some of these guys play hockey, I can get out there. I don't know what it is, Obes, but I feel, you like, might, I feel used pretty to, good. I used to chirp you about not being able to. I got a funny story in the rundown I heard over the weekend watching <laughs> hockey. If this guy almost came back after six years, so maybe you could up dog. I mean, <laughs> no. You know? So anyways, yeah, Life Force. We, uh, we're big fans of Life Force here at this. So the guy, uh, yeah, they asked you how many times you jerk off a week or anything like that? How many times? <laughs> no, a day. <laughs> a I'm day. like, ah. Hey, listen, those are rookie numbers. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we got to get those numbers up. Uh-huh. 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 Life Force segment's called National League. I can talk about anything else than hockey, really. Should we try to switch this podcast up? <laughs> life, it's a, it's a hockey. When people, it's lifestyle. If people would still listen to the podcast, if we don't talk hockey, let us know, because we may just switch the whole thing up here. But um, National League, <laughs> take a little trip around the league that we love, we miss. The paychecks, we miss the most of anything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, those Tampa Bay Lightning guys, we could say it. They played around a round of golf with those boys, and uh, they yeah. went into San Jose, won a game. For those teams out there that sit in your fucking hotel rooms, that's why you don't win cups. They go out, they have a good day, they play golf. Have they dinner. They go in, they beat the San Jose Sharks. Kill I them. bet them. Yeah. Good job, boys. Yeah. Um, they got the escrow check back, and they were getting their first paycheck. Yeah, I was I jealous. Heard. When they said the first paycheck's coming tomorrow, I was like, fuck, I missed that up. Best day of the year is Christmas. Fuck. And especially after a long summer, hanging out with you in loops, the Amex is... You know, you're like, oh, I need that check back. <laughs> I need that check back. Um, we're gonna start the we're gonna start the Atlantic Division up dog right at the top with the Boston Bruins eight at one. Listen, they're rolling. What are they eating out east there? Fucking clam Good chow- oysters, clam huh? chowder oysters. Holy shit. Yeah, Bob Marchand, Bob two Sir- hip surgeries. He's just buzzing. Lobster rolls. 
He is buzzing. He got fucking Nick Felino with a pie in the face for his birthday <laughs> the other day. And Felino chased him and Marshall was just flying. I'm like, ah, it looks good to me. Yeah, yeah, those hips. Those hips don't lie. The Bruins are rolling, man. Listen, Marshawn's back, I believe. He is back. McAvoy is skating. That's their best forward, arguably, and their best Bestie. defenseman. Listen, a kid that's taking advantage of Marshawn being out, I've ripped him more than anyone. Um, I got to give him some credit. Taylor Hall. He's playing well. You know, I think he's yeah, got he's four, scoring, four yeah. or five goals. As you know, as an ex-player up dog, it's all about opportunity. When you're given that opportunity, no matter if you're a first liner, fourth liner, you want to take advantage of it. He's done that. Without him, I don't think the Bruins, Bruins are eight and one. Um, I like this team. I yeah. got to give a love, some love to Matty. Oh, yeah, Fernandez. He's like, I can't believe you fucking put the bees in the fucking wildcat. I'm like, <laughs> listen, bro, they're getting old. And now he's loving it. It's, I mean, it's hard for us in our, you know, the last 10 years to even think that the Bruins, you know, aren't going to make the playoffs, right? Always competitive. Fuck. Patrice Bergeron, they've had goaltending, Tuka Rask. What I like is how they're playing in front of Jim Montgomery. Um, yeah. I think he's a great coach. I think he's a great guy. Had him in Dallas for a little bit. The Blues guys loved him, loved him as an assistant coach. I think he's got them all playing with confidence and, and, um, you know, he, he's a veteran guy, so he treats his veterans with respect. Exactly. You know, they want to play hard for him. Um, David Krejci coming back was a big part of their team. I, I mean, know he's hurt right now. That, that, yeah, he is banged up, but that's a great point by you. And, and for how we talk about hockey IQ or hockey sense, right? Yeah. Listen, that guy has it through the fucking roof, man. And for him to come back and just jump back in the national league like that after Playing the Czech League, fuck yeah! Like it wasn't like he's playing the KHL. Or he Swiss. was just like, sick of the COVID shit. He fucked this. I ain't. He was just done with. It. I know. I think him and and listen, Bruce Cassidy's doing a good job in Vegas. We're gonna get to Vegas here uh, in a bit, probably that. But you know, like, and I, I was never a good player like Krejci, but it, it runs the course. Like I don't want to listen to Cassidy anymore. I'm gonna go play in Czech. Like I right, agree. like I played in his hometown. Yeah, right? and maybe COVID had something to do with it too. I don't know, but I mean, he's been impressive. Ups. They they look like, you know, I think we talked about the Pittsburgh Penguins, who we both love. This team feels like, hey, we got one more in us, too. Don't They're count. They're playing tonight. Mm -hmm. Big match tonight. Boston Bruins Pitt. Pins. Look at you, bud. Boston Pitt tonight, Tuesday night. Big big match. Big match. Take that in. Who are like, you going to take tonight? We got like 12 games I got to watch. Yeah, tonight. yeah. Fuck, so. We got to get a bet in here soon, too, before we before the early game. I might quit betting. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, we should. We, me and you, <laughs> we both should quit betting. By fucking, you know, if DraftKings wasn't so goddamn good to us. I know. Smack my bookie right across the face right now. <laughs> <laughs> Same game parlays, baby. DraftKings. Um, listen up, dog. We're gonna go down the ladder here. Down the ladder in the Atlantic to the Maple Leafs, who are four, four, and two. Shit is going crazy in Toronto. I was Woo! on the fan 590 yesterday doing my thing, calling them soft, and they don't have a right-handed defensive that's any good. They're de-stink. Um, listen, if you're I, I think Sheldon Keefe, to me, when he you know, I talked about it last week, but that game in Winnipeg puts Clifford and Simmons in there. Not saying they have to play every night. Changes the lineup. They lose to Vegas. They lose to San Jose. They lose to the Ducks. He benches Mitch Marner with, I believe, eight minutes to go. If I'm wrong on that, sorry, fellas. For one shift. One shift ain't sending a message. Right? Ups, like for, I've been benched more than anyone. I would yeah. put myself up there for being benched more than Tortorella anyone. Tortorella wouldn't have sat him for one shift. Fuck no. He would have said, take your skates off, you're done. If you're going to try to send a message, and I... I truly believe that, you know, when a guy's making $11 million ups, all you can really do is take his ice time, right? Like, what other message are you going to send Mitch Marner? You're not going to scratch him. You no, got, unless you, you want to publicly say something about him. But that, to me, isn't um, – that's not taking the high road as a coach, right? Like, just going to the media. 
I think you do it on the ice. I think you do it in the dressing room in front of his teammates. Um, at least that's the way I've always worked. Yeah. And let's be honest, in the Wendell Clark, Dougie Gilmore, Pat Burns days, those guys are those guys are standing. Those, those, are, those are those are accountable glory days. Those accountable days. Yeah, those are my favorite team, but that team. Right you know what I mean? They're not just fucking. You know, guys in the room would sit you down if you're if if you're a reason yeah. for the play being what it is. They just don't play hard enough. And I wanted when I watch them play, and I watch the buds play a lot. Kel Yancrook, right? You wouldn't say he's a hard guy to play against, right? But when I watch him play compared to guys that have been in the Leafs organization for years. He plays harder. Yeah. He checks he harder. Came from the Nashville organization. He four checks harder. Play hard. He back checks harder. Like you could just notice if you watch the Leafs play, watch him. You'll be like, wow, this guy's playing a little bit harder than Engvall, Reese, Mulgan, Kempf, Kerfoot. I mean, Kerfoot tries. He's just tiny. I don't know. I'll be, I mean, I, I just think they're back end too when you look at it. Like, and William Nylander contract now looks amazing for Kyle Dubas, but you never really went out and got a. You know, writing a demon to play with Morgan Riley, like I guess Littlegren's hurt, Jordy Ben's hurt, Muzzin's hurt, so they are back banged up on the back end. But I what do you think the it. Leafs got to do to to get out of um, you know this this pressure that's being poured on them? What what do they got to strip off three wins, seven wins in a row, ten wins? I mean, Fuck. let's be honest. I put Sheldon Keefe on the on the hot seat to start the season off. You I said- think if we had a line, I was like, you know. What are the odds and, and who are the coaches that are on the hot seat? If, yeah. You know, they don't start off well. Who is my number one? You said Sheldon Keefe. And he I is. I said if the Leafs don't have a great start. And I had them to make the playoffs. <clears throat> I think I had them up top of their division, to be honest. But I was like, without a great start, this guy's, this guy's replaceable. You were right. I mean, he's feeling the heat. I don't care what he says. I like, he Kyle Dubas is. He doesn't have an answer for anything. Well, fuck. He's, I mean, he's, you know, first he was. Said something about their top players, and then he retracted it and said, "I didn't mean like I didn't I'm not putting pressure on those guys. Like, just yeah. fucking say like your best players got to be your best players, and if they're fighting the puck, we probably don't win a lot of hockey games. We don't have great depth. I mean, their D right now is Morgan Riley, who's unbelievable. They're lucky he took a little discount to stay in Toronto. He could have got more in the open market. Victor Mete, TJ Brody, I love Brody. He's a great kid. I played with him for a cup of coffee in Calgary. He's making $5 million. He's a human clock killer. He doesn't do anything good. He probably doesn't do anything bad, but he doesn't do anything good. And for five fucking bananas, you better be making a play or yeah, getting on yeah, net. Yeah. Like, he'll get on the blue line, dump it in the corner. Get on the blue line, dump it in the corner. I'm like, fuck it, put it to the net or something. Human clock killer. Human clock killer. It's on his Wikipedia page. This poor Justin Hall. Yeah, you, you've been I mean, saying this. He's been struggling, right? I feel for this guy like I was lucky. I played is Vancouver. He, is he we number were, three in the rotation? He plays too many minutes, too. Yeah. He's throwing pizzas like it's going out of style, though. You got Gio, never going to chirp Gio, not the player he once was. No. Rasmus Sandin, soft, undersized. It is what it is. You know, I just think with that D, Ben's out, Muzzin's out, and Lilligren's out. I get it, folks. I get it, but I, I don't know, up dog. And our old coach, Uncle Barry, old Uncle Barry, wherever, where's he hanging out now? He's not in Winnipeg. I know Trotsy? that. Nashville? Trotsy's in Nashville. Yeah. yeah, of course he is. He's living off 12th South, and it's a sick little area. Yeah, yeah, that's where he should be. He deserves that. He yeah. said it would be, uh, did he say a lifelong dream, or it would be fun to coach an original six team a couple weeks ago? He would have interest in coaching a uh, original six team, but I think there's more to the story. He's not just going to. I'll tell you why. Barry, the Trotsy's thing about Barry Trotz is. No, but the thing about Trotz, he is, and fuck, he'd be the first one to tell you. He needs a great team around him to coach. 
Well, so does he have that already? Has he put those pieces together? Because he's not just going to come in solo mission with two new assistant coaches and have a game plan to take the Toronto Maple Leafs to the next level, I think. He's always had great assistant coaches around him. I he's, agree. He's the, I agree. He's the face. I agree. And he's the, you know, let's go, guys. I agree. But at the end of the day, like, in these heated moments in the game, he's a little, like, kind of all over the place. Like, he is. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he yeah. has a great team. I, I would think he's on his bench. I probably, I would say he's probably better now than when we had him, especially when you had him. Cause you were real young Yeah, and I was halfway through my career, but yeah. But you know, if you're Barry Trotz, you bring in, what does he bring in Peter Hornachuk with him? Remember Peter? No, yeah, I do remember. And, Peter. and Peter's I, a I great guy. Yeah. I'm Lane just Lambert saying, took over his job in, in and, yeah. the aisle. In the uh, island. I'm just saying, and I got this question for you. Yeah. They asked me this on the Fan 590. You know, would Austin Matthews want to play for a guy like Barry Trotter? Would he be interested in signing an extension? Listen, we stirred the pot here months ago about miss, on missing curfew. We started the rumors of Matthews to LA or Tempe if they get a new barn. We don't think he's resigning. And it, you heard it here first. We started the rumor. But would he want to win a Stanley Cup in his next two years in Toronto? Absolutely. And then would he stay? Maybe. If you win a Stanley Cup in the next two years with Austin Matthews, yeah. maybe he does stay. Barry Trotz will help these guys learn how to play defense. They make hope plays. Yeah. And I will give Mitch Marner credit. He said this the other day on uh, one of his interviews when they got back to Toronto. We're making too many hope plays. And they are. And I, and I chirped John Tavares about making 11 half bananas. He's their best player right now. Him and him and Nylander. He plays in straight lines. He four checks. I mean, they can get out of this. And I think I think Sheldon Keefe's a good coach. I think Barry Trotz would be a great fit there. I yeah. really do. Time will tell. I think he's I, I think he's a great option. I just I don't like, yeah, I just don't like their team, their team a lot. I, I think I've, I've questioned their goaltending. I've questioned, you know, <laughs> paying these guys that much money to just be one, two, and then not have any depth. Like you don't depth. like, you don't like Poltis Humberg as a third line just, center. Yeah, Who the just, fuck it, is that? You know, and then and then Poltis, relying, you know, Poltis relying Humberg. on a on a goalie like Matt Murray. He's not, a, you know, he's hurt. Well, they're but, lucky Samsonov, aka used to be Samsonov, changed his name to Samsonov. He's better goalie. <laughs> if he wasn't kicking. They would be fucked. They wouldn't even be four, four, two. They'd be whatever. Yeah. I mean, he call, call me philosopher. A philosopher. No, <laughs> like a dinosaur here. When I say I can't watch these games. You would be and a like, velociraptor, I think, if you were a dinosaur. Horny. Or that one that spits the fucking juice out of his thing. <laughs> I can't watch these games and feel bad for these teams when it's, when it's like these fucking come back and throw these pucks into the middle and just oh, like. Really? And, and like drop passes and shit. If I did one drop pass, and I'm saying not just me, there'd be 10 guys on my team. If you came in and did this like no look drop pass for a turnover, odd man rush on the other, you're fucking sitting down. Like so, I, it's so funny to say that. There used to be one or two guys in your team who could do that. So Kess told a story on Chicklets last week about Mark Crawford in his first year. He comes out, same thing as you're saying, comes across, does a drop pass, guy gets a shot on that, Kess like good play. Goes back to Krentz, Crawford goes, you fucking do another drop pass, Angel, you never fucking play again. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's how we grew up, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, we're so, nowadays, so I, they're like. So I get it. You're going to have, you know, you're going to have some highlight goals, but you're going to lose fucking, you're going to lose these games yeah. and then it's going to be answered to the media and your coach is going to get fired and totally. all this. And like people, maybe guys, the fellas out there that are listening, like, oh, but you just told that people in Vancouver relax. Well, the expectations in Vancouver aren't what they are in Toronto, right? Vancouver's not a Stanley Cup contending team. They, I think yeah. they can make the playoffs. I think they have a good enough team to get in. Toronto lost in the first round for five years straight. They got arguably the best player on the planet. Their payroll is fucking up there, right? Scratching yeah, yeah, yeah. the cap. Their top players make the most money in the league besides McKenna now. 
There should be pressure here. Yeah. It's fucking time. Oh, I know. Matthews has got two years left. It's time now. Yeah. So I agree. Um, I would love to see Barry Trotz come. I, I like Sheldon Keefe. I don't really want to see him get fired. I think it's going to happen, but old Uncle Barry stirring the pot. I love it. Um, standing in the Atlantic Division, this team, you talk about DraftKings losing me money. The Buffalo Sabres, they're good. If anyone's wondering, uh, I chirped Kevin Adams on this same podcast too. I guess he knew what he's. I mean, when you have that many first round, first overall picks, you got to be good eventually, right? Dolly, well, Bowen Power. It all up, but. Yeah. No, they're good. They're really good. Um, I, I, I fall into this uh, in the situation too. I, I said I chirped the Tage Thompson deal. I know. I, I, I did play with him, mind you. And I do know of him as a, you know, a young player, but he's fucking nasty right now. And I mean, he's nasty in some games. He's had other games that he hasn't been. And there's been stuff written on him saying he could be more, you know, consistent and whatnot. But what he did last night was was pretty special. And you're playing the wings. It's like a rival game. It's a big game. And they just fucking peppered. They peppered the old wingies. Yeah. And you know what? We both sit here and chirp Tage Thomas. And right now he's our candidates. Promo code curfew Cali. This guy fucks. He's doing some fucking six goals, six assists, 12 points. And these aren't backdoor tapping goals. No, I know. Even fucking Binger. Bacoli came in today and was like, hey, you thought he played for Tampa. I was like, plays for Buffalo, but at least you're watching hockey. There's (laughs) Bacoli. He's like, the goalie scored. He came in. He fucked. I'm yeah, like. Yeah, it was nasty. Yeah, he's he got a little toe drag. I mean, listen. Is it just me, though? Am I, still, am I still this prehistoric fucking human being here when I watch, like, the de- the defensive plays on these guys? Like, do you see how much time he it's gets like when he coming, comes in and he just, like, does this? And it's not like this. coming down on Pronger and Lindstrom no. and fucking Hatch and, yeah, and Niedemeyer. I know. Just fucking I don't know. I know. Get a stick on him. Cross check him. Take allowed. a penalty. Slash him. Not Who cares? Give him a stinky glove or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, dog, it's soft as baby shit out there. But Tage Thompson, way to prove the boys wrong. This guy fucks. Yeah, presented by Canada's promo code. Curfew Cali, baby. Staying around the National League up, dog. Something. Listen, I I, I love the Panthers. Matty Kachuk, our boys played on real. Bill Zito's put a stamp on that team. He's also put another stamp. I was watching the telecast. They don't have a first round pick until 2026. I had to check my phone. I'm like, what fucking year is it? Yeah, yeah. It's, he gave away the next three. Wow. 23, 24, and 25. Ben Sherratt was their 23. You know, throw it in the first round pick of 23. Claude Drew, smorgasbord of a deal. And then they threw in the 24. Uh, and then our boy Brady Tuchuk, who, uh, I mean, that deal. Even I, I even think fucking Maddie would tell us that that deal is a little one-sided i though. mean you got to give brad tree living tons of credit Holy i didn't know he got shit. a first rounder in there too i did not know that i apologize he got he got hubie he got Weezy. he got another kid the schmitzky prospect schmitzky schmitzky <laughs> hey schmitter <laughs> and then they got fucking a first rounder listen this is the thing about the deadline like you know Sherrod and drew right like the panthers they won the president's trophies last year i get it bill zito's like fuck we have a chance to go I told you before playoff time, though, that the that way they're they, a soft. yeah, the way they played, they're not built for. Players. They're not gonna. I didn't think they were gonna win the Stanley Cup. Do you not pull that trigger and bring in Sherratt and Giroux, and you, then you have those first round picks? Like, that's a long time without a. I mean, I know free agency, this and that, but Bill, four that, years, listen, bud. Bill Zito's hoping that cap fucking continues to go up because he's gonna need to sign guys. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, but it's not a tough sell, as you would say, to get to South Florida. He should have. I mean, great point. He no, should, you're getting he should free have you guys. Call, you're should, getting every Russian in the league. <laughs> every Russian, like Ovi's, probably going to be like, yeah, you know what? I know I'm tickling Gretzky's record, but I just want to go down to Florida and play. Ovi still should have went down. To it. 
I know, I know he wants to. He's gonna. He's never going to. But Bill Zito should get you to call the guys and just be like you're. you're just sal- tell him, Ray. How does it feel when you get off that bird? Your sales it pitch is unbelievable, boys. Get off the bird, jump in the Alpina. It's unbelievable. <laughs> um, I'm I had a little question here because it's been you know fucking up some of my bets. And to you guys out there, check who's starting in net all the time. It's, it's important, obviously, in hockey. Why don't goalies play a little bit more back to back? I get it if you know we're late into the season. Blah, blah, this and that. But I'm, the one in particular I'm talking about is Shesterkin plays Wednesday night at home against the Avalanche. They're playing the next night in Long Island. They jump on the subway and take the subway there. He goes with Halak. They lose 3-0. Like, can you not? Is that not a game where you want to put your backup or, your, or sorry, your number one back in there? Like, these guys, I would, I don't know if I would look so much as back-to-back as to, you know, where I can get them rest. Where can I maybe start Halak two out of three games that week as the season goes on, right? Like, okay, as the season goes on, Columbus, fuck, you know, teams aren't going to be good. Maybe I can give Shesterkin a rest there. Like, is back-to-back that important, I guess? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, a lot like planning rookie parties. (laughs) I'm sure coaches sit down with their goalies and say, like, listen, this is the, this year, this is what we're thinking. These are the games back-to-back where right now, if if things in a perfect world fell as they should, you're going to play these games. Now, we have the MVP. We have Shesterkin. So, we're like... You know, if he's coming off and he's fucking feeling it and he's kicking and he's got a shutout and he's coming off and he's healthy as fuck, I don't, we're going to keep playing him, you know, and then your backup never sees any biscuits other than the, you know, the fucking juice boy that he's playing at the end of the game. Oh, I miss juice boy. It's a great game. I lost a lot, but I like playing. Um, So three puck or juice game, you know, juice boy, you're. Yeah. Anyway, when is, when is this guy going to get in? So I think they learned from that because they played him on Sunday in fucking, fucking rights they did. I know, and we lost because we took the first period <laughs> over thinking it was their backup. I thought they were going to... I can't get a read for Turk right now. Who is fucking starting? Just text him. Oh, fuck. And, and great point. And this game I'm talking about last week where they lost two straight. They looked like shit against Columbus, Cosby Cheddar. They looked, They lost to Colorado in a, in a shootout. Okay. You're going into Long Island. Coke it's on winner. ESPN. The building's rocking. Like I think if I'm Igor Shosturkin, I go to Grant and I say, hey, listen, I know we had a plan. Fuck that. I'm kicking tonight. We're not going in and losing to Long Island. Granted, Sorokin absolutely played unbelievable in the first period. The Rangers should have been up, but Halak lets in a kind of a softie the first one. Game over. Next thing you know, 2 3 nothing. So I don't know. Maybe we should get a next goalie on here. Maybe Mike Smith. I wonder what Smitty's doing and talk about back to back games. But as a better, as a guy who needs some wins, don't be afraid. Hey, ups, I like don't it. Don't be afraid. Should have taken the under. Um, Pacific Division out here. Vegas Golden Knights in the top of it. I love that. First and foremost, updog, the new Ironman. Bill Kessel, 990 straight games. Not only that, he scored his 400th goal in it. It was Great unbelievable. Goal. It, to me, is why Phil's still in the league, right? He got it. He used his speed. Got it uh, behind the San Jose Sharks defenseman. God knows who's even playing D for them. Jacob Magner, somebody. <laughs> got by him and goes short side titty. Like, that's why he's still in the league. But it was amazing, man. You can see how, how happy the boys were for him. I, I would say, you know, that's, it's an incredible feat. Um, I think it's something that, you know, Cal Ripken Jr. tweets at him. That was it, 990 games in a row is nuts. To play 990 games, period, is nuts. Totally. Um, you know, and with a, with a body like that and with a hair that's like why that, I that's why it. it's all time. I love it. Um, you can't no, pull it. I'm a big Phil Kessel fan. I've always been. He was, you know, he's a couple years younger than me, but came in the league and, you know, dealt with some stuff early in Boston, went to Toronto, same shit, played with our boy Loopal. Loops loved him, and then found 
uber success in in Pittsburgh, you know, playing just below the top guys. He was there was limited pressure. He got to play exactly the style of game you're talking about where takes advantage of opportunities as fast has has a puck possession game. Um knows his role and is a great teammate and that, you know, as we say here on Missing Curfew to be a great teammate is the best. Yeah. As you know, someone saying the best stuff about you. Best compliment ever. Best compliment ever. Um, Jesus Christ. I'll tell you what, it's the old, I love that Phil did it too. It's the old saying, fact. you can't pull an ab if you don't have any. Right? <laughs> can't pull an ab if you don't have any, Phil. Little corner weight, never hurt anyone. For all you strength coaches out there that think you got to figure it out, Phil says, hey, but the way he can skate's impressive. So congrats to him. Keep it going. Um, Battle of Alberta. Now, the Oilers did win on Saturday night. But if I just gave Jack Campbell five years, five and a half million dollars, I get it. He's struggling. Stuart Skinner's come in and played well. I, I'm putting them in the fucking fire right away. Hey, get in there, buddy. Let's see how you do against, you know, get in there. Like, Calgary, it's, get yeah. in the Sal Dome. Chances are we're going to have to come back here in the playoffs again. The Battle of Alberta could happen again, which would be unbelievable. I know they got one more game at the Sal Dome, but I was shocked when I flipped that on Saturday night. What great uniforms, by the way. And he wasn't in their up dog. Yeah. I, you got to throw him in there. You just gave him fucking 25 bananas. <sighs> No. The struggles are real, and I think points are, you know, it's it's how your team's performing in front of the guys usually, right? I so know. So they read body language. Maybe he's banged up. I, who, who the fuck knows? But they found a way to win that game, shockingly enough, because they were down and came back. <laughs> they won 3-2, right? Yeah, but they were down. I mean, they were down 2-1 in the third. Um, and I just, I there's mean, no magic fucking potion to all this. It's, it's, it's rolling with guys that are, going to give your team the best chance of winning and whether that's a young goalie kicking or you know it's this guy you gave five and a half to i don't know i get it. listen the, the Oilers are six and three they're going to make the playoffs yeah to me it's more like jack you got to get in that fucking net tonight in the saddle because we're going to be back here in fucking may and i need to know how you're going to you know can you handle it here hockey night i know he played in toronto he went through some off ice shutting tough in toronto i don't know soupy that well the little time i've talked to him he seems like a great guy and you talk yeah. about teammates everyone loves this guy that plays with them but if I'm Woodcroft, I'm like, fella, listen, I know they're not fighting up. Get in there tonight and steal one for us. Go, let's go into the Battle of Alberta. You're going to win this game tonight. I believe in you. Mm -hmm. Don't start fucking Stuart Skinner. I mean, the kid played great, but to me, it's like, I need you, Stoopy. Let's go. This is the start of where we're going to fucking get it going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to pump him up. Let's go. Give him, a, give him the fucking opportunity and the platform. Let's fucking go. Yeah, I'd be like, listen, you know you, you know when the saddle is the best? When it's fucking quiet and they're booing and throwing flames jerseys on them. Let's go get these guys. Yeah, yeah. Not, hey, you sit on the bench here making five bananas. I'm going to give it to Stewart. Yeah. When I they, don't know. And they I, got Marky kicking. Yeah. I, yeah it's I like, just, size up. Size up. Size up. So, Fights, um, fight somebody. Stylish. We like style here. Mr. Kerf, up dog, and stylish guy. We're looking to go with their good life stuff on. These young pups, these young fuckers got the world by the balls out here in Southern California. Zegris, McTavish, and Drysdale rolling into the barn. Gucci shoes, no socks. Fuck. I listen. I like the vest Tight look cuff. forever. Vesty. <laughs> right? I like the vest look for Zeke. I don't know. They look. I was. I once again up. Yeah, I was a little jealous. Of these young guys looking yeah, sharp. Again, that's three guys knowing their role coming in looking Southern good, California, boys. coming out of their. You know, Zeke's is driving that nice top-down Bronco by our boy Dennis Shannon. Is that what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's rolling up in style and just coming out, <laughs> fucking rocking the Gucci Gucci's. Zeke's. I saw him coming when Getzlav had his. Uh, press conference to retire. I'm driving back down the five and who I'm fucking flies by me. Seeger. So he didn't have the bronc at the time, but shirt off window down him and Max Jones. I'm like, these boys are living the dream. So 
Keep looking sharp, fellas. Ducks. <laughs> Big win for the Ducks tonight against the Leafs. I don't know. I don't know. Kings are playing better ups. Six and five. It's a good division. Canucks finally won. Haven't lost since I put them on the milk carton. Speaking of the milk cart, it's coming up right now. It's presented by our good friends at Good Life promo code. Curfew. First of all, I'm going to put the Columbus Blue Jackets on the milk carton just because I picked them to make the playoffs. They are sitting here right now at three, three and seven. seven. Little bang. Listen, up. Patrick Liney, if you're going to wear that fucking suit or whatever it was you wore to the game after Don't your first game. on your boy now. Well, you need him to score 31. I know. I know. You can't get shit kicked like they did that night. And you got to get it going here, boys. You got to get it going. Like, I seen them play uh, in New York. I'm like, wow, they played unbelievable. Unbelievable. Next night, what I take them up against the Phoenix Coyotes, Arizona Coyotes. They lose at home to the Coyotes like 5 2. Yeah, it's a bad game. Coyotes are stinging a few people right now. Yeah, we're going to get into the Coyotes. I want to mention one thing about their team. Um, So I'm putting the Columbus Blue Jackets on the milk carton. And then second ups. I've bit my lip all year about the refs because I don't want to be that old fucking yeah. you know, guy on the you know defenseman that but listen, this I keep seeing this call refs where they lift the guy's stick from underneath and it doesn't hit his hands. If they lift the stick and it hits his hands, fine, you can fucking call it because I know you're horned up to call a fucking hooking penalty. But if it's under the stick up and it doesn't touch his hands, quit fucking calling it. It's driving me bananas. What do they want the guys to do? I know. What are we supposed to how are you supposed to get the puck back? So I'm putting the refs on the milk carton up dog, lift the stick. That's what you were taught when we were yeah. coming up. As, and they don't want it to come parallel, I think, right? If they don't want it to come parallel, but and if I listen, I don't even think this is a, speaking like an old dinosaur. I don't even think if you lift it from underneath, you get his hands, it should be a penalty. But they're going to call that. I've accepted that. Wow. But if I lift your stick and it doesn't touch your hands and my stick gets parallel with yours, it's not a penalty to me. And it, it's been called a lot in the last couple of weeks. And I don't know. I was just, I had to put yeah, the rest, I on, like I had to put the rest on the milk card. Sorry, Peeler. Putting the refs on the milk cart. Oh, I mean, no, that's fucking penalties or penalties, but come on, boys. Let the kids play. Yeah, right. I know. I've had enough of it. So um, anyone want to chuck on there? You want to chuck uh, anybody on there? Or? I thought I had one, but I, Russell I don't Russell Wilson, you want to put him on there again? Ah, oh, fuck. He's, he's permanently on there. Um, he's permanently on there. No, nah, I don't have anyone right now. That's all right, but you don't have to put it on every week. Um, little Central Division dive in here, up dog. First of all, I want to give some love to Luke Richardson. He's got the Hawks rolling 4-3-2. and two. Um, Christ, listen, I'll tell you what about the Hawks, my man. Number 19 for the Hawks is starting to look like number 19 of when wow. he was beating me out in the second round back-to-back years and giving me a few minuses. He looks good. 88's doing his thing. They got some young guys, Max Domi, who we're a fan of. He's yep. playing well. Yeah. But I think it falls under Luke Richardson. He's come in there. I've, I play with Lucky Luke. He came up with the bo- stretch the body, stretch the career. Great guy. I knew he'd have an impact. I didn't think it would be this quick. And for the Blackhawks in long term, I mean, when 19's looking this good and, and you have 88 to trade, if they want to trade them, it's, I think it's, I don't know. It's a good story. Yeah, at least they're building draft picks, knowing the rebuild's happening and keeping those guys right now. I mean, they're the only two left uh, in that room that have won those cups. So to me, like around those younger players, that's, it's, you know, something you can't fucking repeat, right? Yeah. Like you need, you need to keep some guys and keep... So Jonathan Taze, you're telling me he's playing. He looks good, man. Nice. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm as I much as I used to this, fucking man. want to kill him and call him a nerd and fucking, you know, have a beer with the boys, you fucking nerd. I think he called me a cancer one. You're cancer, <laughs> O'Brien. Fuck you, Taves. Um, Settings the new cancer. Yeah, he looks good, man. So it's a good story. Luke, lucky Luke Richardson, keep her going. Up dog, the Avalanche. Listen, I sat here last year with you and put all my money on it. And 
We bet against the Blues and Avs in the playoffs. We went to the finals, and they got it done. It's happy for Landy and Nate and all the boys there. Kiefer. Um, they're obviously not the same team. You know, we looked at their their lineup before the game here. Like, I'm going to pull it up again. Like, their depth guys are just – I mean, when you take Landy, who's hurt right now, Kadri obviously out of the lineup. Barakowski left. You know, Evan Rodriguez is finally starting to play better. He's up on the top line right now with McKinnon and Rantanen. But, like, we go through that fourth line. Like, I don't even know any McDonald, of them. McDonald, Maltsev, and Cott. Yeah. I, I mean, I've watched this Cott and Maltsev play. I think McDonald was there a bit last year. But they got to find a way to make a little bit more of a difference. But to me, this is when you know you're thin up front. And we love their back end. Their second power play unit up dog. I've never seen this before. 3D on the power play. They should just put the – they should make a, a forward line out of the defense. <laughs> Look at them. They I know. Put, like, you could put arguably – you know, Eric Johnson up the middle, Byram on the left wing, and Sam Gerrard on right wing. Just fuck it. They could be your third. They could be your rover forward line. I'll tell you what I would do on that fourth line, though. I would put big Curtis McDermott in there just to have him in there. I mean, because I watched the Blavs play a lot. Their fourth line is doing nothing. So you might as well have the big boy out there so they know he's out there, so yeah. they're scared of him. I yeah, don't know. Like, I love Lekkanen and, you know, you have Confer and O'Connor. To me, they look the same and they, they actually play the same way. Um, yeah, they do. They're going to have to trade in my opinion. That's a tough second line, but they're going to have to trade. And if this is, yeah. I mean, Sakic, you did an unbelievable job last year, the deadline, but who's out right now? Again? You got to trade to me, Sammy Gerard at one point for a second line center right now. Landis Cogs out helm and the big Russian train. Oh, see, so those years, that's a full, yeah. Darren Helm's going to help their fourth line, but they still need a second line center. And when you have Taze, McCarr, Bull Byram, Gerard, Manson, Eric Johnson, you're, you're willing to trade them. You're willing to fucking Halloween tuckered you out, eh? Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> too many coffees this morning. Um, up dog, the blues. Fucking blues. They got pumped by the Canadians and Kings. You worried about them at all? Or? <laughs> they lost 7-4 of the Canadians. I know. I had and they had the game, actually. Like, the first period, they played well. You got to be beating Montreal Canadiens at home. I, I mean, that's just a, you know, I, I don't know if it's collective or if it's you know if it's fucking goaltending if it's you know i don't know what it you is know, but they I'll gotta i'll tell you what it is they I look fast i've been watching them yeah. yeah they look fucking slow they look slow yeah. and i'm more concerned this because they've never been a fast team their structure like craig baruby like he's, he's that's that's cool. his thing like structure yeah. to me i don't know i'm not writing them off because they got character and veteran championship pedigree but listen you're, you're costing me cheddar boy so figure it out um the Coyotes played the first game at Mold Arena Updog. The atmosphere is unbelievable. I was texting with Tyson Nash the other day. He loved it. Listen, I mean, you played in Glendale. It sucked. Sucked, sucked. as a home team. Sucked. I, yeah, I'd mean, rather play in front of 5,000. They got a plan here. Yeah. I thought it was great. I want to go to a game. When are we going? I don't know. We should go soon. Let's put a, let's put a date on where it's, where it's uh, you know, rock and roll downtown. Yeah. And we can catch. Maxie's got a date for us. We can catch like a, a, a team we played for. Catch some guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Maxie's got a little thing. January, early January, January sixth. They're playing the Pittsburgh Penguins, and there's like an ASU game. Maybe Sweet. we hit, maybe we hit that one up. January sixth riots right downtown. And uh, the only Bolton. bad thing about it, and this is why they're going on the road for fourteen. They go on a fourteen game road fourteen game road trip after I think they leave right now or something. But the dressing rooms. Did you see the visiting team dressing room? They're working on them, right? <laughs> they're fucking. They working. were tough. Start working, working on them. Start working, working on them. I mean, it looks like a fucking pop-up uh, ringette tournament. 
It fucking does. It does. Um, I like it though. I'm going to a game. I'm getting drunk. I'll wear the mullet. Whatever. I'm going to the student section. Are they wearing Fuck mullets it. in there? I don't. They know. They did the first game. They had oh, these they like did. little mullet headbands they gave out. Old mullet arena. Um, last but not least, we got to talk about the New Jersey Devils. Our boy Frosty. Fucking. I said the best thing about the fucking New Jersey Devils this year is going to be Frosty's hair because it's National League. I'm wrong, my man. Listen, they're playing great. And I, I talked about how they're undersized up dog up front, and they are, but they're deer big. And that beauty, Ken Danico, told me first. I've watched New Jersey play a lot the last week to, to 10 days. They're deer big. Their forwards are small. And maybe in the new NHL, that's the way you do it. Maybe you get these fast fuckers up front with super yeah. skill and try to get some size on the back end. Block the front of the net. Yeah. Shoot the puck hard. Yeah. Play physical. Yeah. Winning hockey, eh? They're six and three, man. They're That's second, crazy. They're second six in and the metro. Awesome. Second in the metro. I mean, the fact that they're ahead of the Rangers nine, ten games in is nuts to me. Hurricanes are doing things that we we flyers, expected them to do. Fucking flyers. Flyers five, are banged two up. One. Five two and one. It's nice to get fucking five wins out of the way yeah. in the first ten. Pittsburgh. Fuck that road trip out. We talked about the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah. Maybe Pitt was going out a little bit too much for that West Coast because they got fucking smoked. Who does, who's taking them out on the road? I guys? don't know. I, I think a road trip like that, though, if you're an East Coast League team, East Coast League, Eastern Conference team, and you go out there and you have older guys, that wears on you a little bit, right? See, now we're talking. Yeah, this is like, good for betting, right? Yeah. Now. Like you're like, right? You yeah. look at the squad. The guys if, are like, you know, I'd rather be home with my kids and chilling. Cold. It was snowing in Calgary and Edmonton. And then you oh, got to go to fuck. Seattle. It's raining. There's homeless it's people. The worst. There's homeless people everywhere in Seattle. You're like, look it's at this just, guy. Yeah. You hey, can't even right. walk into the rink. Cross was like, look at this guy. It's a tough, tough little area right there. Right? Like that Western swing for a veteran team as an East, Eastern Conference <laughs> squad. It's, it's hard to get through. Yeah. Yeah, Some, someone fucking your big mansion back in Pitt. Yeah. Just want to be chilling, watching football. Who was it was talking about on a on a telecast about how much harder it is to play in the Western Conference than Eastern Conference? It was a guy that spent the majority of his career of, of you know, oh, you get, way, well, yeah, yeah. You get the travel, travel if, you, if you're in the metro, you're you know, when we were in Philly, we would take it's an hour and a half train to Washington. It's an yeah. hour train to New York. It's a hour twenty minute bus ride to Long Island to New Jersey's an hour bus ride. That's your that's fucking five teams. Yeah. That you sleep in your own bed every night. Yeah. And you still make it back for the last call. More importantly. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, that would have been a good division. No wonder I never played in that division. Thank God. Thank God. So um, DraftKings, top titty, promo code curfew kings. Uh, I didn't get in because I'll be straight up honest with you. I was hung cheese. I really got no excuse but pure laziness. Really? Yeah. Um, I was golfing that day. I actually had to play in a fucking qualifier. Yeah, so you got an excuse. Uh, the winner was, how do you say that? Ups, ups. Tunon. Tunon, 133.4 points. Maxi, 42nd. Princey, 78. And Brento. Brento, I got seventh. Can I say something to Brento? He always gets it in. I love your commitment to talk yeah, to you, Yeah, he always Brento. gets it in. Attaboy, Brento. I love your, your See commitment. See you in Vegas in, in one week. Is he going? Yeah, he's going to be there. Yeah. By himself? No, him and his wife. Oh. That's Shit, okay. didn't have everything. Else. Ah, well, Brento, you should see my eyes light up. Get that social clip from Brento. I thought you were coming <laughs> soul. Turn the clocks back, fella. Turn the clocks back. This Friday, Blue Jackets, Avalanche, Sabres, Hurricanes. I'm going to fade the Avalanche and the Sabres, man. I don't know. I just think those guys. Busy night on the docket Friday night. Yeah. Busy night. The Sabres can score, man. They're people of Buffalo. You got the Bills. That'll be got, a good game. I'm telling Sabres you. Sabres at Hurricane. What's the line going to be? I don't know. I'll talk guess. Take a guess right now. It'll be minus Hurricanes 145. Minus, I was going to say minus 155 or 160. And then Blue Jackets at Avalanche. Avalanche minus 710. 
Uh, DraftKings top titty. Get in there. 126 players. We appreciate the support. Get in there. Take on the fellas. Last but not least, curfew calls. Maxi, what do we got, fella? We got our first call today from our guy, Scotty J. Uh, got a locker room question for you guys. Fellas, sitting here enjoying a lip boomer. Brings me back to the glory days of playing D3 hockey in the Acha, where we all thought we were going pro. With the lip boomer talk, was wondering, did you guys have any rules in the locker room when it came to boomers and about spitters? If you spilled them, was there a fine? What was the fine? What was the worst you've seen? Did you have guys lip booming during games? Or between their toes. <laughs> the fellas. Lip boom on. What a beauty. What was his name? Sorry, Maxi. Scotty J. Scotty J. Between the toes. Yeah, this is more of a question for me because the up dog, that's the one thing you didn't really do. I never chewed, but I'll tell you this right off the hop before you go. Yeah. I played cards a lot. A lot of chewing around the card table. Tons. So most. I just threw a lip boomer in as we talked yeah, about yeah. this. But anyway, good sitting there. I fucking once every three years. I would put a chew in just because I was bored and I was just like, you know what? Give me a fucking chew. 25 seconds in, same old story. Spinner, spinoramas, hit the deck, fucking white-faced up dog. I'm out. I'm out of the card game. I'm done. <laughs> um, you guys can take my big blind. I'm done. And I'll tell you this. I fucking drank a few fucking beer bottles. My IPA bottles would get used as spitters and I'd fucking have a spit and then it was fucking... I'd, I'm ready to kick someone's ass. Yeah. No, it's by the first chew like, I ever if had. If you're going to spit and chew around the fucking card table, own your fucking water bottle or whatever it is, and do not let anyone fucking like drink out of it. Oh, yeah. That, that's happened. That happens to that. That sucks. My first chew I ever had, shout out to Jason Craig, buddy I grew up with. He was like a big brother to me. We were down in Florida. I'm like, Craig, I want to chew. I want to chew. No, no, no. I bugged him so much. He gave me a chew. Same thing, up dog. And you think I would have quit then? No, I want to just be cool guys in junior hockey, start chewing. Anyways, spitters, great question. The dressing room was the biggest thing with the trainers, right? Like, if you leave your, you can never leave your spit around, especially in the National League, but even in the American League, most trainers are like, listen, if you want to throw a chew in, you can. Clean up your fucking spitters. And then on the bus, oh. spitters on the bus when you're a rookie, you got to clean the bus when you come back from an oh. eight hour road trip, and there would be. In junior? Ever. 30 fucking spitters that I have to go to the seat and pick them up and put them away. Um, so yeah, man, the, the spitters were the worst part about the boys. You, you take pride in having like a nice clean spitter, you know? Well, listen, my one boy cramp, Steve fucking, cramp. Some guys are just garbage. I used to cheers him about it. I'm like, clean your fucking spitter out. It's gross. Right? You live with me one year in the summer, clean your spitter out. Put a napkin in there. And yeah. Like, in there. no, I always kept my spitter looking good. I want a new spitter all the time. Yeah. But I'll be honest, when I was a veteran in America, I threw it on the floor because I wanted, <laughs> I wanted the rookies to pick it up. That's that like I leaving your fucking shopping cart in the goddamn, you know. Is it? It's worse, actually. How about someone at the Bay Club, uh, speaking of shopping carts, left their shopping cart in the elevator? That didn't go over well with you, did it? I don't use the elevator a lot because I just have to walk up my stairs. <laughs> and, but I, I use it if I go to my mailbox because it's just right there. I open the fucking thing. There's a fucking cart in the elevator. Come okay. on. I know people are maybe a little bit older at the Bay Club. Maybe but they just, they're so old they forgot. Well, uh, I don't know about that. But. Spitters, take care of your spitter up, dog. And the best thing about lip boomers, you don't need a spitter no. so. Uh, Max, you want me to read this one or are we going one more call? Let's go one more call real quick. This right. is from Brian in Buffalo. Buffalo. 
What's up, Missing Curfew? This is Brian from Buffalo, New York. Just calling to share a few stories with you fellas. I was at a rip joint in Denver, Colorado <laughs> called Shotgun Willie's. Got to chat oh. hockey with one of the broads, and she asked me if I know Scotty Upshaw. I say, not personally, but that guy's a beauty. And years later, me and my buddies, we go up to Lake Tahoe on a ski trip. Got the Airbnb, Sprinter, the whole nine. Obes, you would have been proud of us. Oh, uh, well, the weather wasn't really cooperating, so we pack up the Sprinter. We drive up to Reno, Nevada for the day. If you know anything about Reno, you know that it's one of the only places in the country where they have legal brothels. <laughs> so we visited a little establishment called the Bunny Ranch. Whoa. If you guys want to hear more about that one, just uh, slide into my DMs. And... <laughs> Final story, Billy Lano, you just mentioned him on the podcast, and uh, people in Buffalo don't necessarily like Billy because after that flash-in-the-pan playoff performance you just described when he was playing for the Philadelphia Flyers, he got a huge ticket to play for the Sabres, and uh, he shit the bed royally. Soaked us for many, many, many bananas. What are you <laughs> going to do? But anyways, my buddy sees him at a bar. He says, Billy Lano, I'd love to buy you a shot. Lano politely declines, and the drunk bastard buddy of mine says, you'll never score another goal in the NHL as long as you live. Put a curse on him, and he never scored again. Boys, he did. Eddie, that rule of stories, drink that shot, Billy. You can't be turned down. Actually, I probably should have turned down a few free shots. I turn down shots from fucking fans all the time. I never really did. Right. I become a fan favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to become a fan favorite for my play, there's so I was like, I ways, "There's it. a couple ways you could become that." Yeah, fan I knew it was going to be. One is fun. not doing, not turning down shots. How fucking crazy would you be to turn down a shot from a fan? I'm a little jealous that this guy went to Shotgun Willie's and you got mentioned on me because I, I went to Shotgun Willie's every Sunday when I was in Denver. So whatever you did when you were there, you left a good impression up, Doug. That was my spot. I called it Shotgun Windbags. So after Daniel winning, did you? Yeah. When did Great we go spot. There? They've redone it. We went after oh, my yeah. morning jacket. That's exactly what we did. And we went. I went in the finals. I don't know if you were there or not, but I, I went in the finals. They redid it. Like everything, right? Everything gets bigger and better. It's not. It's not I liked it when it was older. Yeah. yeah. It's a great name. Shotgun Willies. Willie. And then Reno, Nevada. I have been to Reno, Nevada many times. Uh, never to the Bunny Ranch. I didn't know that. No, I've never been. I've actually only been to Tahoe. You've never been, been to Reno. Been. No. It's greasy. It's, it's greasy. greasy times. Yeah. Poor Billy Lino never got another one. <laughs> But he got all his bananas. So he got all his bananas. Good guy. Good teammate. Last but not least here on Curfew Calls. I appreciate you guys taking your time to do this. Me and the Updog love it. Maxie and Binger love it. Kyle Sullivan. Sully. Love the show. Foul eyes. Appreciate the content. It's an easy way to pass the time anywhere. And I feel like you're having a couple suds in the dress room, number one. Sully, thank you. That's what we're going for here. Because there's no place like home. Out of all the places you fellas played, two-part question. Which team felt like home? And which barn felt like home the most? Good question. Great question. Uh, I can start off by telling you which ones didn't feel like home. Um, Columbus. Columbus, for one, because I was living in a goddamn hotel. It sucked. It stunk. There was no restaurants to go to. That it sucked. Stunk. Okay. Um, for me, I would, I mean, I would have to just say, Playing in St. Louis, you know, I just I, I felt I felt more mature. It felt like home. It felt like my squad. It felt like it was good. It felt like a good bunch of guys. And yeah. it's all about who you're playing with and yeah. like the city. And the city was city was easy, you know. And that's probably why all those St. Louis Blues love living there when they leave the game. I don't know. I I wouldn't personally, but 
Um, yeah, no, that was your, that was your dressing and, and room. That, and that did. Yeah. And, and you know, when you have a good set of guys in the room, like the arena feels like home. Yeah. Right. Now our practice rink was shit. It was way the fuck out of town. In the Do they still practice there? No, they built a new one just when I left. Yeah. Um, but, Story of our career. Right? Yeah, no, but that's uh St. Louis is, is one. And then, you know, a, a second close, um, you know, second to that would be for me, Nashville. Back yeah. In the it's a great question, Sully. I got I couldn't narrow it real down. Like my first year with Anaheim, like walking in that dressing room, like I I just felt like I was walking in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Like, and then I get see pairs and pens, like I but I was just felt like a kid. Like yeah. I, I had no real part in what was going on except for they wanted to hear stories of what we did the night before. And we had lots of them. So that, that was good. And I knew how good that team was. But for me, first of all, it was you know, I thought about Vancouver just because of how nice the dressing room was, but the way they treated us, we were good, we had a good team, we laughed a lot in our dressing room, tons of chirps flying around. Nashville, small little dressing room, great guys, had partner buzzing around, you know. And then last but not least, Denver, where I was more of a veteran guy and I had O'Reilly and Landis Cog and, you know, I was trying to kind of teach them how to be a, you know, a pro, not a pro, but like, you know, yeah, you got to yeah, be vocal, brother. you got to be vocal in the room. You got to fucking not only lead on the ice. So those are the three for me. And the one that wasn't home that felt like a fucking holiday in was Calgary. <laughs> Although you're living at the Four Seasons, right? I was living at the La Germaine. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's basically Four Seasons. That's the only thing I had going for me. And my girl at the time would fly in from Cali and visit me every now and then. That was nice, too. Um, I still hate Bob Hartley. Hey, shout out to TJ Galliardi. He was at the game of the Battle of Alberta, or one of them. He sent me a picture from the Saladome. He's like, what does this remind you of? I go, that's where career's going to die, Gal. <laughs> that's, where, that's where career's going to die. I'm talking to you, the man. Curfew calls Maxi Binger. Thank you. Uh, we got Rick Rowley to come on. Chirp the Leafs a little bit. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew. Up dog, we got him. Leafs station's falling apart. And speaking of, where the hell? He's got his jersey on, though. He's still a fucking proud supporter. Rick Rowley, where the fuck are you, buds? Uh, I'm somewhere downtown Toronto right now. I was just finished coaching. Uh, <laughs> I started coaching hockey and I pulled over on the side of the road because I was waiting for you boys. I had to fucking, I have to rock a piss, but I'm in a residential area. <laughs> so I'm on the side of the road chit chatting right now. And boys, let me tell you, the city's on fucking fire right now. <laughs> hey, in listen, a good way or bad way? Are people ready to just throw Molotov cocktails all over the place or what's going on? He, yeah, pretty much. I mean, word around here is that they want fucking Kiefer's head on a on a fucking twig right now. <laughs> Hold on, on, you're... on an old Sherwood, eh? Just not even <laughs> yeah. a fucking one piece. On For a real, fucking two piece. On an old CHL one Sherwood. Are you coaching hockey? That's what's going on up there. You what? What the fuck? They're are letting you, you around the kids. What are you around? coaching? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Hey, they fucking let me hear the the little kids. Hey, eh? so right now I'm just I'm staring off in Timbits. Yeah. And then I'm I'm it's through an academy here in Toronto. I'm gonna try to work my way up to uh to Peewee and then maybe get higher in the show. I mean, what's the fucking Martin St. Louis? So who knows? It could happen with me, right? Hey, Marty did take that route to the show, you're right, buddy. Rouse, yeah. we just um we talked Leafs. Uh, you know, we ripped Sheldon Keefe a little bit. We ripped some of their I mean, I just think they're so soft, like Remember the oh. game against Winnipeg? That was the best game of the year, I thought. They got in a couple little fights, if you want to call them that. But, like, I'm just not surprised. We're not surprised by how soft they are, you know? Yeah, and, and who was fucking playing that game? Wayne Simmons. Yeah, exactly. Clifford. They, they got, and, and, you know, Leafs Nation, I've tried, to, like, 
pumping him up online and people are like, oh, he's all washed up now. I'm like, well, yeah, at least he fucking does something though. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like this whole team. You know what it is, man? It's every game they go in there and the guys are like, we're going to fucking bully this team around and no one's going to do shit. Whether it's Austin Matthews getting fucking cross checks in the ribs and fucking who's the shitty Svechnikov that he was going at against San Jose, Evgeny, like, and they're laughing at us. Like, no one's going to stand up for these guys. Extra pokes at, at, at Schalke and they're fucking bowling us around. They need some more piss and vinegar in the bottom six. Like, fight, fucking hit, make a hit, do something. I agree. How, hey, Ralph, how are they going to turn it around, right? We know they suck. Can they turn this around or are you already dusting off your abs jersey or whoever the fuck you're going to cheer for when the Leafs don't make the playoffs or get beat out again? I don't know, but I mean, it, it could happen. I, I I actually think right now the boys are trying to get fucking Kiefer fired. Like, I honestly, like, I think they're playing for that because he's lost this fucking team, man. Like, unless they get a new coach or something. I even tweeted yesterday. I'm like, what's Chauncey up to? You know? Old Uncle he's Barry. probably at the know, Peelers. Like, <laughs> he's probably, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got we to gotta get him on for a little rating. Hey, see what he, see what he thinks. For real, for real. And. It's a series of fuck-ups. Like, that, the other night, okay? I don't know if you guys saw this. When he benched Mitchie Marner and he I threw did. his little fucking hissy fit inside the tunnel, right? Yeah. And then what does Kiefer do? He puts him back on. I would have benched him for the whole fucking game for the way he was playing. And then he puts him right back in the fucking game and gives him top minutes like that. And, Uppy, you know, you're a father now, right? If a kid's throwing a fucking temper tantrum, you don't just give the kid what, what he wants right away. Because now it's going to teach him this kid can act like a fucking little bitch and get what he wants. I don't know. <laughs> You're exactly right. Fucking good parenting, no, but, Ralph. Good parenting, fella. Yeah. Oh, but that's fucking hockey 101. That's why you got 20 guys on your bench. I don't give a shit if you're paying the one 12 million bucks or whatever. If he's if he's having an off night and he was, fucking sit him. It, there's other guys with those opportunities that can do just as much. I know, but the but rest... It's like they don't ever want to give the... Uh, yeah, I know you're right. I'm sorry. But the rest of your guys suck. Yeah, that's... You're right, though. Yeah, You're right from the perspective. Enough, no, they suck. I never hear Willie, bitch. No, it's because he's got sick flow and he's scoring every game. What's he got to complain about? He's making six yeah. bananas. And, he's, but, but, okay. and he can play with Tavares so he doesn't have to skate fast. He's got nothing to complain about in Nylander. But, I mean, listen, the one guy I think that's been playing hard for them is Yan Crook. And when Yan, when I'm sitting here talking to you and saying Yan Crook is playing hard for the Leafs, come on, now we got some serious fucking problems. Like, that guy, like, <laughs> at least he forechecks and, like, back checks and tries to knock guys off pucks the rest of them i don't know man it is fucking yeah like that invul, right. that invul, I, I hate that invul so, like so much like <laughs> oh he drives i me wish bananas. i could fucking get out there and just you might be guys. able to do you want to do, do we know <laughs> but, anyone but fuck can we not like that's the thing boys like if we had the st louis blues fucking up back out there right like revo and Brodsia, <laughs> like fucking throw some body i know i know i know like, there Fucking is, nobody's it, it, nobody's wife would be safe in Toronto. <laughs> Boys, can I can I ask you guys a question? Like, sure. I, I'm sorry, but the more I think about fucking Justin Hall, I get he's a national league. He's more of a national leaguer than me. But the more I see this kid, I'm like, Mike Babdick was on to something when he healthy bombed him for fucking 74 games. Oh, this guy is fucking terrible. I would give up. Like literally boozing and hitting up the rub and tugs for fucking six months, and this guy would get the fuck. <laughs> I'm sure I don't no, like, no, well, no, no, don't do that much. You can't be missing the rubbing tugs, but what do you think? Hey, the, Get this guy I, a forklift license or would, something for fuck's sake. I would say this as a fan, you have every right. And listen, he's been terrible. He's throwing pizzas like 
fucking more than Pizza Pizza is back at T.O., but listen, he's playing way too many minutes. He's like a 5'6", right? And then if, if you play Justin Hall 12 minutes to 14 minutes a night, you're probably thinking on the PK, blocks some shots, gets it down. But when he's playing 20 to 21, he is what you said, Ralph. He's fucking terrible. But who else are they going to put out there? They got yeah, nobody. I mean, that, that all goes to all the problems because, fuck, man, there's a laundry list of problems here. The way you constructed the team and you say <laughs> everyone else is fucking terrible. So well, who are you going to put up in the top? Honestly, I heard Mitch Marner was, was supposed to be a fucking defenseman. Like in the – did anyone else hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's fucking yeah. – they might, they might want to try that. You, you might as well go Morgan Riley. I said it was stupid at the start of the year, but try it. here they are now. You might as well give it a go. They do everything yeah, else. And Fuck. It, boys, it's, it's a huge list of things. Like, I heard you guys when you were talking about the Arizona game, and I actually agreed with you, but how you said about Kiefer calling out the fucking players. But here's the thing. I went to that game, <laughs> and I was up – I was up in the bleeders, but I paid. I get tripped on social media all the time for sitting up there. And uh, one fifty each for me, and my girl, or per ticket to go watch the Jesus. game. And I was fucking yawning, buds. Like I, I, I only had like six beers. I wasn't too fucking shattered, but I was yawning in the second pier because there's fuck all going on. So Kiefer calls out the team, says the elite players thing, and then. Mitchie fucking says something about it and then he retracts his comments because somebody at MLSC probably told him to shut his fucking mouth. And here I'm thinking he doesn't coach his team anymore. I, I don't I don't see that as the coach. He doesn't run the team. Yeah, I mean, that's I had a problem with Marner coming out in the media being like, oh, our coach, fuck off. Just leave it in the dressing room, right? You've got something to say to Sheldon Keefe. Go in the dressing room and say, hey, what the fuck you called me out for here? I got 100 points for you last year. Our fourth line for sucks. Real, Our third line. Don't go to the media as Marner. And then yeah. Keith, don't double up and be like, oh, I made a mistake. Just don't even answer. Just be like, we're moving on. We got to play fucking whoever they had to play. They lost to or whatever. You know what I mean? That's what I would have said. And it's, it, boys, it's a huge problem here right now. I, you could say all you want. Like, oh, this was happening last year. Shut up with that. Stop saying, oh, it's the same as last year. No, every, every year is different. You need to work on your problems. We've lost to the three worst teams in the NHL. And I'm telling you, we've been fucking badly outplayed by them too. Like not just losing these games, right? It's it's unbearable to watch, boys. I'm going to fucking... So I, I'm going to get arrested. <laughs> just don't I'm turn talking. into oncoming traffic, but whatever hey, you do. Hey, our boy Binger was saying, um, are, you rating, are you rating strip clubs or rubbing tugs on your TikTok? What are you rating up there? Yeah, yeah. So my my uh, my TikTok has kind of more of my greasier uh, material, to be honest. So uh, <laughs> that's what we want. I don't know. I got more verified accounts and shit. Follow me in. So usually I do rub and tug reviews, and uh, <laughs> I'll talk about you know like hitting up a rub tug and what was good about the tug and what was not, and and about the misuse. And uh, yeah, usually I, I also will, will talk about rub and tug problems if if a tug like if there's a situation that's wrong. I will. I will vlog about it. <laughs> what's the What's the worst thing that can go wrong in a rub and tug? <laughs> uh, I don't know, buds. I mean, <laughs> no, maybe maybe get me on uh, curfew calls. I left a message, I think, one time about hitting up a fucking rub and tug, buds. Did you? The worst is when you're when you're greasing some Chipotle with your buds earlier and you forget to fucking wipe your ass. That's a bad night right there. <laughs> Oh yeah, but yeah. They better oh, have the shower then if you go. Yeah, you want to be, 
You got to be fucking clean going in there. Oh, that's think. your point. Yeah, that's yeah. You got to make sure you got to take care of the girls, buds, because they take care of you. <laughs> you. Are you boys TikToking or what? I see you got accounts on. Are, you guys aren't fucking posting. You just looking at chicks or whatever. I mean, bigger posts are our runs our Mr. Curfew TikTok. Do I, I don't even know if I do. I have TikTok. I'm not sure if I am on it. I'm just looking at girls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I, I only commented, I commented on a video recently about, uh, I think it was Nadia, your accountant. Yeah. Fuck, she's beautiful, buds. Yeah, she's, she's, so she's, she's beautiful. I commented right? on her. She does, she does a great job for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rouse, you're a beauty. Uh, hey, listen, we'll let you get out and take a piss. I know that feeling sucks, but uh, does Sheldon Keith get, go. does Sheldon Keith get fired? Yes or no? Uh, yes. Wow. You heard I hope it. so too. You heard you'll, it here you'll first. put a rubbing tug on it, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One trip to the town, boys. <laughs> Rouse, we love you here, Mr. Curfew. Thanks, fella. Yeah, cheers, boys. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew. I had to get we had to get Rouse on. Yeah, it seemed I mean, like the right fit for uh, all the shit being said about, you know, we just did our NHL network today, and it seems like uh Shit's going down in Toronto land. You can't hide it's in Toronto. into banana land. Yeah, I, I'm sure if you're Austin Matthews right now too, you're like, dude, yeah, yeah, I want to sign a year extension. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's sign me up here. This sounds awesome. It's starting to get cold there. I don't I mean, know. Do they, if they have an off year here, do they trade him? Well, he has a no move. I don't know if people know this. Kicks in July 1st. So, so where he, he controls, I, he, his, he controls destiny. his destiny right into free agency. Who's his agent? What a great oh, agent. It's the guy that left uh, Pat Persson. It's um, Judd. Judd. Yeah, he's done a nice job. But listen, Ralph said there, 150 bucks to sit in the fucking nosebleed. So fans of Toronto, so, uh, the media is one thing. Ups, you brought up the media today on the NHL Network. They don't make it any easier. But for the fans, fuck, you have every right to say what you want. When you got to pay $150 to watch the Arizona Coyotes <laughs> on a Monday, and Ralph's just sitting on the roof. So uh, he's a beauty. Chipotle bum thing was hilarious. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you're, you're if you're a TikToker, we're well, we are. Bigger is. Thank you. But if you are a TikToker, follow him because uh, the ratings of the Rub and Tugs might be worth uh, might be worth your while. He's a fucking so up dog. Thanks to you, Maxi Binger Hall Pass Media. That was missing curfew. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. 
MyPatriotSupply.com.